welcome to Danger Dames, a tale of adventures in the apocalypse. Test your mettle as you join three women surviving in the maelstrom. By the time you get back to the grove, you notice that uh, there are now two big bonfires that have been lit. The soldiers immediately like pull Pre out and take care of her. I'm assuming the priestesses probably do similarly for Foster. And Snow, you head off to find Jolene and be like, hey, where's a nearby doctor? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm totally like, we're about to face the biggest monster of our lives. Cool, yeah, so you guys spend the day um, sort of recuperating. You spent most of yesterday, and, and most of the people in the grove spend their day kind of um, cleaning up. Snow left last night. She, I don't think she even really stopped to talk to anyone. She talked to Jolene about where the doctor was, she left. She took. They gave her a sedan, and she drove away. What have you guys been doing in the meantime? I think that Bodie and Foster, like I said, are laid up uh, in one of the front buildings, and the gang would have just encircled them. That would be their whole focus, is just trying to keep both of them alive and everybody else away from them. Sure. And Bodie's spending the day telling Foster, I'm super sorry. We can leave. If you would just get the fuck up, we can leave. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, she's probably not conscious, really, at this point. I mean, she maybe isn't. I like, figure. But she's not, yeah, she's not making jokes. So I would be doing my natural thing, which is at the mess hall, interacting with others. As people are drunk, it creates an opportunity for me to manipulate and send her to swindle their pockets, you know? So you're robbing people. <laughs> <laughs> After, like, the make a man out of you montage, you're now like, excellent. Let me just shake my monkey out in public. Perfect. So, do um, I get a barter from that? If you were, yeah, okay, uh, we'll, we'll do something under fire to try to pick these people's pockets without attracting any negative. I only have two barters. Not enough, y'all. Apocalypse clap. I got an eight. An eight, okay. So, I get one barter. No. Um, he says no. <laughs> you get one barter, but someone kills Cinder. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck me. That's what I'm saying. That's, this is gonna go terribly. He's trying to kill. He's trying to kill Foster. Come on. That's right. I'm spreading the misery. No attachments, y'all. No attachments. Not, not so close together, y'all. Not so close. It's too soon. Except I just love the fact that you're like, we have to beat Jacob. That's, that's the best part. Yeah, so you, you're you like rummaging around the bar, um, like snatching up people's stuff, like trying to slip into their pockets. Um, when uh, you, you kind of slip your hand into the pocket of someone, not really paying too much attention to who it is, you're just sort of trying to uh, attract people's attention. And um, you see, she, uh, she turns around and, and she looks at you, like straight in the eyes. She's a, 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 a sort of slightly she's probably a little bit shorter than you. She has blonde hair. She's like pretty muscular. She's um, wearing kind of like just her vest. You recognize her as one of the Marines from Cream's crew. And uh, she clearly has seen, you know, like she sees you with your hand sort of in her pouch trying to snatch her stuff. First of all, I would never steal from one of, well, never mind. Um, <laughs> Oh, my mistake. I I think I was just reaching for somewhere to put my hand down, and it must have slipped. <laughs> my hand was cold. <laughs> you can try to seduce or manipulate her. I, I might have been imbibing too much. You know how it is. Right. 
No, no one does. Nope. <laughs> no one does. Okay, hold on. Um, what is this? It's tell them what you want to do. Was this sharp? No. You're going to rule what's hot. Okay. So, yeah. It's, when you try to seduce, manipulate, love, fast talk, or lie to someone, tell them what you want them to do, give them a reason, and roll plus high. I want her to think that this was an accident and move on. And what's the reason? I'll buy her a drink and we'll all forget about it. Okay. 11. Okay. Yeah, so she, she's not an idiot. She's not like, oh, this lady wasn't trying to steal from me, but she sort of you, you kind of charm her anyway. And she's like, well, you know, uh, she kind of goes along with you a little bit and lets you buy her a drink and you guys like chit-chat and continue along your way roaming around the bar. Okay, do I get a barter though? <laughs> sure. Jesus Christ, I love it. Okay, because I didn't I didn't fail my role. I got a moderate success. So like yeah. I should get one barter. Okay, thank you, Jacob. But you do have a list of jobs on your sheet. So if you want to make money, as opposed to being like just a fucking like scoundrel, you can just do some work and make money. Jobs are for the poor. <laughs> and I am not poor. And it worked. So she she rolled, succeeded. The uh, lady goes along with it. You buy her some drinks. Um, a early- drink. I'm not made of money. Sure. Early the next morning. That's why you stay wealthy. You keep it. Early the next morning, um, as you you wake up and you see that there is a like a thick. It looks at first you're like, oh, it must be really cloudy and overcast today, and then you realize that it is smoke. The smoke from the timber, like there are so many fires, you can even see over like the wall of the grove that the timber is like are just burning, and you can see the smoke coming up from it. A few hours later, there's nobody standing outside attacking you or anything. You don't even see anybody from the wall if you go to check. A few hours later, snow rolls in in the uh, little sedan. The uh, doctor is driving. And they, they let her in and pointed um, that way. While you were riding with Visage, uh, Snow, like probably the thing that you, you didn't notice while you were uh, in the bunker with her is that she smells like really strongly of like perfumes. She has like uh, a lot of like this like really. Uh, like thick perfume scent. Um, you have a young life healer. Gross. Yeah, she drives you guys in. She gets out and uh, Visage sort of talks with um, some of the uh, guards at the gate and they kind of direct her to where Foster and Foster and Preen and even Bodhi are where the injured are. Visage turns to you as uh, like the couple, one of the guards actually grabs her bag out of the back and Visage turns to you and she's like, thanks by the way. And uh, walks away to the uh, little they probably even have you just in, like, Preen's office in the little, like, uh, gift shop. Is this the type of healer that I pay one barter to give me a virtual screen healing? Virtual screen. I don't want that in my life. <laughs> no, um... Whale songs. She, uh, in fact, she, she pulls, um, the first person that they're gonna try to get her to see to is Preen. So their number one concern is Preen, and so they will try to set the, they, um... They, the, like, back room, the screen's office has, like, the table in it. They, like, clear that table off, and uh, they throw up, like, a little, um, like, makeshift curtain, and um, they start to drag Preen in there. I saw you shaking your head, no, Snow. Well, my thoughts were, as I roll in, I'm like, where's Foster? Like, Foster's part of my crew at this moment, but 
How bad off was Preen versus Foster? Uh, they're both I... in, in roughly the same really bad condition. That said, Preen was shot hours earlier. That's fair. Okay. Then I, I won't interfere. Um, I was just trying to figure out. Um, let me know if you need anything, and uh, I leave her. I'll go back and do my prayers. Remember, I was praying for her good health and well-being. Gross. While picking her pocket. <laughs> you can, like, sort of laying in the uh, in the other room of the gift shop, you can actually hear, like, Preen sort of, like, mumbling, and every, every once in a while she'll, like, groan loudly with pain. Uh, and so this is such about her work. It is, like I said, it's overcast with smoke just coming up over the hillside. What are you guys doing? Lay there not trying to die. I think that I would probably try to do another circuit around the fort to see if I can tell how far off this, how much time we have. Sure. Let's look at that in a second. Uh, what are you doing? And and so, Bodhi, you're not, so you're at nine, right? No, yeah. So, yeah. I, like, I'm sitting there. You're incapacitated, but you're in bad shape. You're like, right. we beat up, but you're not dying. No, I know I'm not. Um, I think... What's happening, though, is that the girls are starting to get a little rowdy because they want Visage to hurry up and get to their people. Not disrespectfully, but more like, let's get the fucking show on the road. Sure. And they, they probably do. Um, the, uh, the, like, the Marines, the soldiers that are with Preen, though, are sort of standing guard. So if they wanted to, like, rush through and go talk to Visage, they would need to, like, push through these other ladies. I'll, I'll kind of leave it up to you whether or not, or not the other ladies, but these, like, soldier guys. They're not, like, standing with guns and armor or anything, but they're, like, also clearly just waiting around to see if Preen's going to be okay. Yeah, I think it's, like, mouthy, pushy shit. Like, hey, what's going on back there? You got others in line, like, like peering over their shoulders and, like, nudging, you know? Nothing, like, just, I mean, rowdy, trashy shit, right? Like, we're just, yeah. like, I'm in the fucking ER. We're, like, I got here, too. I got a wound. You know, I mean, you know, you can't fast-track this bitch just because she's got money, right? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and they'll mouth off unless they decide to, unless something happens, I guess, and I decide that they do something terrible, though. Right now, they're, they're, you know, everything's okay, but maybe a little tense in the, uh, gift shop. Especially because every once in a while, you can just hear, you know, Preen sort of, like, cry out in pain. I think I would, um, like, hobble out, uh, kind of holding my ribs, um, and try to find snow and figure out what the fuck is going on. Since sure. I've been in this uh, gift shop all day, I guess. Yeah, oh, and you should recover a harm. So you've been hanging out. If you were just, like, laying around, you should recover one harm. Aether, what are you doing? So I am going to go with, like, a group of five people and look at our pits, um, the little trenches that we dug, along with the sticks, make sure everything's in order, gather up um, any supplies that people need, you know, making myself the hero. Sure. Right, so where are you going to gather supplies? Oh, I'm just going to make sure, like, everyone has... I'm not going to gather supplies. Everyone has bows and arrows that were trained. We're checking the trenches, making sure that everything's in order, making sure that the gate is blocked by the two vans as best we can. You know, modern-day hero. She is so schizophrenic. Go, so go. schizophrenic. I'm going to rob yeah. and rape you while I put you into this my makeshift militia. I mean... Hopefully Preen dies and never recovers and I become the hero of this town. You planning on staying here forever? No, but I could be Robin Hood to these people and that's great for my ego. Yeah, so let's say that Bodhi then you catch, so it's probably 
late afternoon by the time snow rolls in with Visage. So it, it's probably, this is the day after, you guys had the shootout at the uh, big box store, this is the day after. It's probably, you know, three o'clock or so when they roll in. Which, so you probably slept some in the car, but you're probably pretty fucking tired. I mean, you're probably used to being pretty fucking tired, but you're probably pretty fucking tired. And let's say right around that time, you guys roll in and Bodhi makes her way out and starts chatting with you. So whatever interaction you wanted to have there. Speak! People! People! All right, well then I guess this is more, let me retroact, and this is literally like, I put my hand on um, Mrs. Shoulder. I'm like, you let me know if you need anything. She walks off, and then I guess at that point, Bodie comes up to me. How is Foster? She's dying. I, I appreciate the healer. Yeah. That means a lot. I'm just glad I was able to get her. If you, if you, if you knew. How much time do you think we've got? I lean back against the, the building and I look through the, the thick smoke and I'm like, not even another day. I'm going to need to get some sleep before this happens. I'm burning fumes. Are we, we're staying, right? Are we killing these folks? Where are we going to go at this point? Or do you want to bounce? I mean, we got bikes for a reason, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't, but I'm pretty fucking beat to death. Also, isn't your, isn't your go-to, like, let's go where the chaos is? Yeah. Well, would she not bleed actively from her mouth? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't leave. Like, this is what I do. But I wouldn't blame you if you took your girls to get them safe. I'm just, I mean, you can just see that she shook that Foster's down. Like, it's different when it's her, right? Yeah, sure. But she's a little little fucked in the head. I but... just faced 50 burly men to steal this healer. Trust me, I get it. Yeah, I uh, I hold out my arm to, like, grip your forearm, and I'm like, I'm in. I, I said I was in. This might actually be fucking in. Though. Nobody consulted me? What about me? I think you're, like, running the town. You're not there. You're not near us. Nobody's consulting me, rude-ass. Sure. That's, this is a thing you should be screaming. I matter, too. I let her go, and uh, I hobble back into the gift shop to hover over Foster. Because I'm, ter- I'm terrified of having to kill her, guys. That's, like, that's her whole thing, right? So, um, I'm going to find somewhere to try to catch at least a little bit of sleep. I'll probably like let some soldier person be, know, like, wake me as soon as I'm needed. Are you going to be at Corbett's? You can go back to my dead guy's home. Yeah, I'd probably go to Corbett's. Like, <laughs> there's nobody there. Yeah, so you, you go back there and find a spot to just like curl up and lay down and, and get some rest. Yeah. I feel like my character would have no trouble doing that. Like, she knows how to catch sleep when she needs it. But the whole the whole soldier 15-minute thing, you know? Like, yeah. I don't think that's going to be enough time for you to recover, though. But it is enough time for you to, like, sleep and, and feel better. I don't actually need much recovery. I'm not actually that damaged, but I yeah. just figured if I'm sleepy. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, you can only stay up for so many days without rest. So it's probably in a... Can I get, like, one tick or should no? No, yeah. You, you, you sleep for, you know, maybe a couple hours and you get up. Uh, about an hour after they get there, Visage is done tending to preen and they, they sort of um, pick her up and, and carry her out. You know, it looks like she's going to be okay, but she's definitely unconscious. You know, Visage sort of walks out. She has blood all over her, like, the le- her leathers. Um, she has this, like, mask on. And she says, all right, well, who's next? You know, the Marines don't have anybody else who's, like, severely injured. 
Uh, and so they turn to you and they're like, uh, so is it your girl then? Yes. Hell yeah, it is. Yes. She says, all right. And she kind of like cracks her neck and she says, put her on the table. You know, I'm assuming the sisters probably do this themselves. They kind of pick her up and. Yeah, it takes, I mean, it takes probably six of them to get her up. Yeah. And they, uh, they put Foster on the table. Um, and they're like they're... staying behind the curtain with her. Sure. In fact, that, that works. So this is, you know, so she, she hooks up like a little IV, but basically she like slips the needle into her arm and starts going to town. She starts like cutting away the dead tissue and uh, checking for internal bleeding. And the whole time you hear like Foster, like basically Foster's like popped awake with pain and she's like moaning loudly. Um, this is actually kind of strapped down to the table. She has some like makeshift straps she brought with her and you can, well, are you behind the table or just uh, behind the curtain or is it just the... I think when she starts to to scream, you know, like to like moan and scream, I I push my way back there through the through the curtain, and I go to the head of the table and like just put her hands, like my hands around her face, and I'm looking into her her eyes, and I'm like, "You're tougher than this." Sure, I mean she's not like she's like got a fever and is sweating and everything, but. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you can, it almost sounds like um, Visage is, is humming to herself, though. Uh, like, you can't quite make out any kind of, like, specific music or anything, but it, it almost just sounds like she's humming some kind of melody to herself as she's, like, just cutting away dead tissue and, and hacking into Foster. So that goes on for a while, maybe an hour or so. She finally, you know, she's, she's stitching her up. And she, like, just very nonchalantly kind of pulls the IV out of her arms, like, all right, she's good to go. And she uh, walks back around the thing and pulls the curtain open again. And she says, right, anybody else? And that's when she'll start um, sewing people's wounds in. Uh, as, as they carry Foster off, she turns to you and she says, uh, so who's paying me for you guys? That'd be me. Yeah, so it's it's one barter for her to stabilize Foster. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Also, what about you, Bodie? I, uh... She'll sit you up for another barter. Do you got it? I, I don't got it. I uh, I don't got it, and I'm not that. I'll cover you. First of all, this bitch owes no. You can manipulate her into letting into doing uh, it. She for does free. owe me one. She does owe me one. So how about like this? Is how this game works, right? Like, so I've slept for a couple hours. It took a couple hours to fix Foster, right? Um, so I'm gonna come in and check on what's going on. How is everything? Well, as they're carrying Foster up, then you see like she's negotiating with me, and I'm like shaking my head no. I'm like starting to back away from the table, like I'm it's fine. Great. So I turn to the healer, and I'm like, I hate to even ask, but you do owe me one. I need her. Um, she kind of looks at you, and uh, she looks back at Foster, and she's um, with like blood on her hand. She kind of like rubs them together, and she's like, well, hmm. but this makes us even, all right. Absolutely. Yeah, and so she'll she'll patch you up. So she'll she stitches and everything. Really, only it's only going to fix you up for one. So you'll take one other tick off of your harm clock. Anything that helps, man. <laughs> at this point, you're welcome. Now you owe her, Bodie. World operates on favors. I'm uninsured. That's what happens, man. Even when you're insured, you pay money. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is just a big fan of the uh, multi-payer healthcare system. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on? Right. As you guys are in there talking, um, you hear a, uh, a loud whistle uh, coming from off in the direction of the fires. Um, the smoke has kind of continued and just like grown over. And so now there's like 
just sort of a uh, crackling red hue sort of to everything that's like uh, undercut. Like you can't even see, like it's nighttime, but you can't even really see like the moon or the stars just for the amount of smoke coming out of the timbers. What do you do? I'm thinking about going into the maelstrom. <gasps> Round people up, prepare to fight. I'm going to give them a rousing speech that inspires them. She naked. <laughs> give a naked speech. While dancing in my spawn cloak. Hey, Godiva's is a thing, man. I would say, everyone, I, now would be a good time to look at your battle moves. <laughs> this, would, this would be the moment. Did you hear me, Jacob? I'm inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to give a rousing speech. Sure. I don't think there's any, like, role or anything for that. But yeah, you can stand up there and be like, hey, unless you have a special move that lets you inspire people. No. Yeah, then I think you got, yeah, sure. You're like, hey, you need to get together. And, hey, go go over there and defend the gate. And they're like, yeah, defend the gate. <laughs> First of all, it's much more eloquent than that. Come on, give me some credit. Nope, that's it. That's exactly it. I described it, and that's how it is. That's all they heard. You're like, They're simple people. You, like, stumble a little bit and, like, trip and fall, and then, like, somebody throws a pie at you and hits you in the face, and somebody else honks their clown nose. No, but these yeah, you... People, these people love me by now. I'm basically their god. That's not how anything works, but all right. But that's how she sees it. I love it. You're basically, like, the Joker, right? Like, maybe the Heath Ledger Joker? I don't know. Jacob, with um, opening your brain to the maelstrom, I, I know you've explained before that you can't be like, I want to know about this thing. It just reveals something to you. But would that be yep. something that, like, as a, this is approaching, would I feel, would that be something I would consider that maybe, maybe it could provide some information that we don't have? Um, I, would Snow consider the option that the maelstrom might provide something? You gotta think, the, the, the maelstrom is a fickle bitch and it's gonna do whatever it wants whenever it wants to. So if Snow's like, I'm a little desperate, I'm going to open my mind to the psychic maelstrom and hope it gives me something useful, then sure, she would totally do that. Yeah, um, I, th I feel like like our odds are really, really shitty here. Everybody's hurt. We've got fire heading towards our wooden fortress. And <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for a fucking Hail Mary. And so I'm going to see if maybe the maelstrom helps with that. Sure. Yep. So when you open your brain to the world's psychic maelstrom, roll plus weird. On a hit, the MC tells you something new and interesting about the current situation, and might ask you a question or two. Answer them. On a 10+, plus, the MC gives you good detail. On a 7 to 9, the MC gives you an impression. I got a 10. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we described this a little bit before, but what does the psychic maelstrom look like for you? It's like it's like darkness, right? I, I, I go into my coffin. Yeah, like the yeah, yeah. straight-up princess glass coffin kind of thing. Like I, I go like comatose. I look like I am dead. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're laying in the coffin and you're looking around and it's just blackness around you. Up in the distance you see like just like a crackling, like a little bit of like crackling purplish flame. And you see there's a, uh, like a large, um, it looks like maybe an axe or something is sort of like teetering over the fire and it ignites and starts to burn up it. Um, and you see this, um, you, you look over, like, so that's kind of south of you. And as you look to your right, you see this, um, the big bear shape the like big kind of like ghostly bear shape that's dragging things behind it starts making its way towards you and it looks like it gets kind of distracted and shifts its focus over towards this uh big burning axe and moves that way and you see as it like kind of roots around in this axe like people like dangling off of it trying to like hold it back screaming the bear sort of catches fire uh and it starts to kind of like burn up and you can see like its skin sort of start to curl and its fur sort of start to um blacken and as it uh, turns to you and snarls. Whew. Okay. So making sure Chrissy understands what she's heard. Um, this is this is where I just came from, right? 
For sure. Seems like it. I can't tell you. And now it's looked at me and it's like, that's how it ends. It turned to me and looked. Yeah, it's coming away. It snarls at Okay, you. so I have an idea of where it is, at least at this moment. Um, and that is a day's walk, you said, right? Yeah. All right. Um, so I guess I freakishly <laughs> sit up from my coffin and um, relay to the group. Um, I think I think we have about a day. I don't know what we need to do with that, but... Let me give you slightly more specific information because I mentioned a detail I think you might have missed. It passes you. So the uh, the bear goes straight past you, like, you know, very closely past you and to the uh, big firing axe thing. It's heading to Carlisle. Right. So, okay. What do we do with that information? It, it was coming this way and it's reverse directions. Should we sneak attack? Maybe before you plan to sneak attack, does anybody just go to the gate to look and see? <laughs> if it's that close, that it's walking by us? Okay, well... I, mean, I, I feel like there's, we've got scouts, like, at least people are, like, up on the walls and stuff, like, constantly looking out. Like for Remember, it's, it's not like a fortress defense wall. It's like maybe a nine-foot wooden wall. In order to see around it, you're, like, climbing on top of the vans or whatever. Yeah. So it's not like a battle. I feel like we would have people like that, though. Like, Sure, yeah. There are certainly people, like, at the gates. We need a warning. But you also just heard the super loud whistle. So you pop out of the maelstrom. What does Snow do now? Uh, okay, so I pop out of the maelstrom, and I'm like, I think it's gotten distracted and is going away. But it's really close. But I think it is heading to Carlisle. I say we let it. <laughs> it will come for us eventually. But this buys us time, right? And it gives me more time to integrate with the people. I love that she's like this like queen of this like burning, doomed kingdom. I love it. Okay. So as you're as you're like chit-chatting, you hear like a, a bell. So I'm assuming that you guys set up some kind of alarm system. So um, what would that look like, right? If, if the people at the gate saw something coming, what should they do? I mean, if we're, we're inside a board or... I think it's yodeling, right? Like, their whole shit's like frontier and stuff, right? Like, some bluegrass mess. Like, they're like, they call out. Sure. So you hear this call, and a bunch of the, like, basically all of the people that are armed and trained start making their way towards the uh, edge of the fort, towards that kind of front gate that faces the road. What kind of shape is Foster in? I mean, she will live, and she's, like, stitched up, but she's not, like, she's not going anywhere today. Okay, so yeah. I think I would ask Aether if we could put her in, like, the private area in Corbett's house. Because I like you. Sure. It doesn't belong to you. Oh, God. This, she's so exhausting. I love it. Okay, so I have the girls move over there, and then we First join all, the... It does belong to we me. We join the uh, Marines up front. Yeah, head to the sound. If we don't see something already, I'm going to keep an eye out. Yeah, um, you see a... In fact, you might be able to keep an eye out anyway. Let me see. Just let me know if you want me to roll or not. It's a highlighted stat. <laughs> uh, we'll hold off on that for just a second. But I think okay. it depends how this goes. <laughs> As you come up to the edge of the gate, I'm assuming the two of you sort of get close to where the two vans are like butted together so you can kind of see out and around. You can see that there are, you know, maybe a dozen of these men with the, the you know, well, you can't tell what they're men, but a dozen of these figures with the, uh, like, the big furs over them, like, kind of, not marching is the wrong word, sort of haphazardly stumbling kind of down the hill and out of the timbers. You can see that the trees closest to kind of the edge are starting to catch fire and burn. These guys sort of make their way down. 
and they just kind of like the they're not like lining up in formation or anything in front of the building they're sort of just like picking their way down the street they'll like stop and go over some cars it's, it's probably another 15 or so minutes later when you see um another sort of wave of these guys coming this one's probably like 15 16 dudes coming down out of the hillside and it's probably another 10 minutes or so later when you see a uh a massive group of probably another 40 people. Um, they have a large, like, um, it looks like maybe uh, the front end of uh, like a cab of a semi truck that's been cut open. They have these massive like rails coming down out of it that are being uh, like, it looks like they've been maybe driven into in some kind of like biomechanical way into these um, big bears that are being like whipped and prodded and they're dragging this. Um, truck forward it's just kind of grinding on rims you can even see sparks kind of shooting off of it there's a bunch of stuff haphazardly piled on the back of the semi um and you can see sitting on top of it uh sort of lounging with this kind of long spear sort of shoved through the you know, windshield so just like kind of tip of it comes out where she's holding it is ula they drag the thing um, like down the hillside and you can just see as they're coming like the um like the members of the order just setting shit on fire like they're just Running around, they have some, um, like, big bonfire, basically, that they're dragging behind them. So the trailer has, like, so basically it's the semi-cab, and then, like, a trailer, and then another trailer attached behind it. And there's just a big bonfire burning on it. And they're just, like, grabbing torches and just lighting shit on fire. <laughs> I say that... What you have just described sounds so incredibly hopeless. I don't even know how to continue to play this game. Welcome to the apocalypse! Can I see Jackabaka? We don't know what Jackabaka is. He mentioned Jackabaka, but we've we've not run into okay. Jackabaka. But Clarion, can I see? Yeah, Clarion is probably at the front of the uh, cab of the semi. Probably he's not up on top of it with um, Ula, but he's probably sitting down somewhere in the front. He has um like a, a you know he's the same guy I described before. He's got like a little horn thing beside him um in his whistle and he's just sort of sitting there riding along as these uh, bears are forced to drag all this shit i'm just gonna scream don't do it clarion they're loud i, I don't know that he can hear you over <laughs> the uh, the ruckus that they're making but they're going past us no they're they're coming down i mean this Toward thing us. moves yeah. incredibly slowly well i'm gonna stand on top of the truck at the gate and i'm gonna like pull my cloak aside what? I'm just gonna scream, tell them to do it, Clarence. I mean, they're they're really far away. You're jumping the gun a bit. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm telling you is, you can do that. But at this point, there there's no effective way that he can see or hear what you're doing. The options are: we sit here and wait for them to plunge through these two sad vans, or go out to meet them, or we flee out the back. Right? We do not flee. We have created we've created somewhat of a shitty fortress here. Fleeing would be the worst thing. We would be sitting duck. Well, that's kind of what we are right now. I know it's hard. It's hard because it's just the three of us. Like, there are people with us. We got to think bigger. It's fine. Ugh. Okay. Yes, but I'm trying to think of what Snow would do. And I feel like okay. Snow would Here's try what we do. We convince one of the idiotic guards, i.e. Prime's men, to take one of our vans slash cars and we have them ram her. Let's take the moonshine truck. Is there any moonshine left on it? Oh, we have, we, we made Molotovs and stuff. Like, I can't remember. Yeah. We made like bombs and other crazy stuff. Like, yes. it depends. Like I said, if we stay, then are we going to sit here 
and work defense or do you want to surge out and get them while they're traveling? I, I, I feel like we're safer behind walls, but I don't know if that's true or not. I, well, I does feel Snow like care about sacrificing the rest of those people? Because that's what we're talking no, about. No, because I think what Snow wants to do is to go out and challenge Ula to single combat. Well, yeah, and, and just for like a mechanic. I told her the next time we saw each other, it was not going to go well. Like, I'll go with you so I can bring back information of whether you die or not. Literally not to support you, but just to make sure, tell people if you die. We can see from here. It'll be fun. You'll be fine. No. Um, well, but yeah, I also so- want to go talk to Clarion. Yeah, but you can do whatever you want to do. That's what Snow is planning on doing, is basically walking straight out, head held high, and yelling, Ula, I challenge you to single combat. I'm walking beside her. Like, waking, like walking outside the gate, stopping like a distance out, and waiting for it to approach. Sure. So in terms of mechanics... Hector. Fucking Hector. They have... They have, like, 70-ish people. They have, like, 70-ish armed people moving about. You guys probably have, without um, not counting the priestesses, there's probably about 40-ish people who are, like, able to do combat arms. There's way more people than that in the Grove. There's probably, like, 100 people total, but there's about 40 of them that have weapons and could feasibly use them to, like, defend themselves. But, of course, it's, like, it's worth noting that all of the Horde are a bunch of, I mean, most of them don't have firearms or anything. They're a bunch of crazed people running around and and furs with like you know spears and shit yeah if you so they're a ways away so do you wait for them to roll down the hill and then you walk out or are you like as soon as you see them up on the hill you're like walking towards them uh yeah i think as soon as like they start to surface i'm going to go ahead and start working my way out of the camp if somebody wants to stop and talk to me that's fine but that's as i see it well i'm on top of the van you know flashing my skin so i'm gonna see you and i'm gonna say you can't do this alone. I'll come with you. Well, it's called single combat for a reason. No, but when you go out for a parlay, like we, you take a group, right? Yeah. So, but I'm not. I, I'm not going. I'm not going to expect anyone to do that. I'm not stopping anyone. But I'm not certainly going to ask anyone for that. That's not what Snow. I'll go. I, I look at her. I'm like, there's just a way to do things, and I get um, five of the girls with me, and we flank her. As you go out, I, are you sure? I'm not. I'm not trying to fight with you about this. Okay. You backed us. We back you. Okay. I just don't want to risk anyone's lives unnecessarily. Oh yeah, if she kills you. We're gone. Don't worry about it. That's what <laughs> <gonna> happened. <laughs> That's exactly what I want you to do. If if I don't survive this, get anyone and get out. All right, you big fucking hero. Let's do it. I'm so ready. Ready for what, though? Like, there's a lot going on with you, so, like, I'm not exactly sure what you're ready for, but I cannot wait to see it. I care about her. I supported her earlier with Clarion, and I I'll know, support her okay. now. It's great. Um, so the the four younger girls um, fall behind us on their motorcycles and ride out behind you, and I walk out with you. Sure, and uh, Aether's going to? I'll just be walking beside Snow. So yeah, when the uh, when the first wave of the horde sees you, they are definitely gonna like. I mean, they're like they look crazed. One of them probably starts like shouting with like the click language, and they start running towards you guys. It's not all twelve of them. They're not like all concentrated in one place. It's probably like two or three that just happen to see you. Convenient that I have a clicker. I also stay close enough to the gate that like guns could shoot. Right, and like I think we would have like the premise would be like you start like unloading on these fools. 
I don't think it needs to be the guns. It could just be the arrows so it's not wasteful of ammo and just fire warning shots at their feet. No, no warning no. shots. Like, no. yeah, no. drop them. But no, I'm, I'm not going. <sighs> yeah, we're I'm, I'm there. I'm going to attack if I'm attacked, but I am not going to make a move until I'm attacked. And I think yeah, they- have some sort of flag out. The priestesses uh, remember that if you carry um, green flag, we're calling parlay. Sure. I mean, these first three dudes that run at you don't seem to notice anything except that they're, they're like walking people in front of them. They look sort of crazed in the eyes and they, they charge towards you with these, um, you know, most of them, a couple of them have like these big spears. One of them has, um, it looks like just like, basically like a long stick. Um, and they're just like running towards you haphazardly with these things out shouting at one another. What do you do? I guess I'll wait and see. Yeah, I have my bat, so I'm not attack again, not attacking until I am literally have to attack in case someone behind me goes ahead and takes care of it for me. But like I said, I'm just trying to be like parlay. Sure. I am going to take a step behind her. But if it comes within range of my bat, uh, when they get like within like 15, 20 feet, yeah. If I have to, I can roll fucking thieves move. But one of the girls pulls out uh, one of the one of the big guns and like start just like railing them down. Sure. Yeah, didn't we take that big ass gun from that that uh? We try. We tried. You took the truck. Yeah, the truck. The truck probably is not in operating order, but the gun works. I wouldn't have mounted that to like one of our like dirty ass motorcycles. That's inside, like hanging off the wall or hanging off one of the vans. Like that's yeah, that needs to be like stabilized. Yeah, sure. I was just asking. We wouldn't want to waste that on this round anyway. But maybe I don't know. So, I, wait, I can take these three guys out. Come on. So one of them shoots. Um, and uh, it hits one of the guys, one of the guys running towards you. He kind of keeps stumbling a ways forward before he kind of, like, falls down and starts shouting in pain. The other two guys don't, like, they don't run away, but they kind of grab him and, and pull him back behind, like, coverage of a car. And you can hear them, like, clicking and shouting at each other and shouting back towards the, uh, like, the rest of them. I pull my machete and I yell, uh, Ula! I look at Snow and thumbs up. It's going to be great. Yeah, so it, it's probably another 15 or so minutes you watch as this um, truck is just slowly drugged down the hill. I mean, by this point, there is just a, like... I got a whole, like, elephant hun vibe. It's so scary. By this point, there's, like, just a massive fuck ton of these people. Like, I mean, they're just, like, swarming around these fans. They have a lot of animals that they're just kind of, like, dragging. There are some cages on the back of the thing. Um, you can, uh, like you said, you just see it's, like, just stuff piled haphazardly on the back of uh, this truck. Are they feeling shiny? They uh, they slide, like, she kind of pulls up in front of you, and um, she doesn't even get down off of the truck. She sort of, like, just turns and kind of dangles her feet off the side that faces you, and she just kind of stares down. You know, you guys are a little, you are a ways away. You're not, like, you know, you, you if you talk regularly, you wouldn't hear each other. But um, she just kind of stares across at you as the, uh, like, the, the horde is sort of just amassed around her, sort of shouting and, and chittering to each other. What do you do? I, I shout out, I challenge you to single combat. And the girls like start hooting and like cheering and trying to uh, peer pressure the shit to happen. You want to do this? Let's do this. Just a reminder that this woman has given me PTSD and I'm terrified. It's kind of why I'm a little confident. You were able to take the other one down. You were able to take the other one down. So Snow's like, mm. So she, uh, she, she bangs on the hood of the, the truck. And um, you hear the, uh, like, the horde just sort of, like, as a wave out from her sort of starts to quiet down. And she, uh, she like, kind of slowly, like, picks the, the spear. You just sort of see her draw the spear up, like, out of the, uh, 
cab of the truck, you know, sort of the tip of it was by where she was, just draws this massive spear out of the cab of the truck and jumps down. And she walks sort of, you know, part of the way through the horde towards you, and she shouts back, she says, and why should I take your challenge? You guys are really gonna hate me for this. No, you better fucking not. Do do what feels good, girl. Do it. If I win, you leave us alone. If you win, I join you. She, you see with one hand, so this is this massive spear. So remember, Ula's like seven feet tall. So this massive spear that's like almost her height, she kind of flips it around and stabs it in the ground, and she says, where I come from, duels are to the death. Also, I want you to murder her. Snow, murder her. When uh, Ula says that, the priestesses start to cheer, and the other priestesses are like on the other side of the van are like screaming, ooh, 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 ooh. Like they're just, I mean, we're all in, even if it's for show, we're all in. That's absolutely acceptable, but I am a princess. Yeah, so um, she says, so when I pull your skeleton from your skin, what does Ula get? You could, you could sell her the priestesses, you could sell her the town. Like, you're talking shit. This is, this is gameplay. It's fine. Like, you're trying to get her to, ha- to attack you. If you win and you take me down, then this village is yours without my help. She she eyes, she kind of like looks around and sort of stares at the walls and she says, um, it seems like it's mine without your help now. And uh, the horde sort of cheers. So you're afraid to fight the princess? Like, I will manipulate. Like, are you chicken? Killed your sister. <laughs> we did kill your sister. Wait, is that what Aether yelled? Yeah. Does Aether yell that? <laughs> Just behind. No, I'm gonna go. Okay, right now, Aether's tucked down behind. Them. Killed your sister. Barely sure. sees me. Do you actually yell, "Killed your sister"? Okay. Just don't get me killed. Um, Drive it like you stole it, y'all. Yeah. She says that you see. Um, you can see even from far away where you are. You can kind of see uh, Ula's jaw sort of locks. Um, and she stares through, and she says. <sighs> No, Snow, I will not fight you. I'll fight that one. And she uh, gestures behind you. (laughs) All right, tits, make it happen. (laughs) You just ruined my whole gameplay. God damn it. I hate everything about this. There's no glory or honor. In killing that one. She, um, she looks around and she says, do I need honor? And they all shout. Like, they all start screaming. I'm crying. I want you to know I'm, like, physically crying. Okay, but the thing is, Aether has been getting this whole fucking village into military shape, right? So when they hear Aether yell out, I killed your sister, they're like, yeah! I mean, like, they're, like, cheering for the woman who's been gearing them up to be murdered for the last few days. So you hear your support yeah. from the wall, Aether. What are you doing? When the horde sort of starts to quiet down, Ula says, I like you, Snow. It says, uh, you can have until morning to decide. Um, we have business anyway. And she um, turns and starts to, like, mantle back up onto the... She's so badass. I love it. I imagine Jasper with the crystal chips. I'm gonna come out... No, before... As she turns away, I'm gonna come out from behind Snow... I'm going to let her know. I'm going to say, your blood will pull from your body. 
the same as it did your sister. That's what you shout to Ula? Yep. Um, the priestesses are dumbstruck. They do not know this woman. <laughs> yeah, she, um... Aether, you need to shut up. You need to stop talking. You've gotten yourself into something you cannot handle. I have to be brave for the town. I'm the hero. She turns and looks at you. You're gonna get yourself killed. And, uh, she turns and looks at you and she just says, maybe, and she, uh, climbs onto the, uh, cab of the truck. You see that she, uh, she, like, clicks out some commands and that, uh, like, the weird language they speak, and you watch as a, a small portion of the horde, maybe, you know, 15 people sort of make their way, continue their way down the road away from the grove. As she passes, I'm gonna say, see you tomorrow, Clarion. Well, no, they don't pass. So the, the truck is still sitting there. Um, it's yeah. a small group of the horde sort of starts to make its way out from there. They're dragging a couple of animals behind them and making their way away from the grove. Bodhi looks at Aether. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? Screw her to death? I think I killed the last one. I walk away. I'm going to walk with her. I start, I start, I start, like, I put like a hands on Aether. And I'm like, push her back, like between the two vans. I'm like, you, you're just the worst. I'm going to walk back with no. No. Stay away from me. I, I need a minute. Stay away from me. I'm just going to follow behind her. The her. and I are kind of laughing because like, we can tell what's happening. We're like, oh god. This is, I just go and check on Foster and Preen. This is, this is a mess. Preen is still unconscious. Um, Foster is probably sort of starting to wake up a little bit, but she's in a lot of pain. By this point, this is just sort of patched up everybody who needed to be patched up, and it's kind of like put away her little makeshift, um, like, not even hospital, more like a triage tent. There's nowhere in. So her, her gear is all still sitting in the gift shop, but she's not in there. What's everybody else doing? She's just about to grow her horde by 30 more men, is what's about to happen. You have so little faith in me. So little faith. You have little faith. I... I am going to gear up and, like, armor of some kind um, and get ready for the fight. Of what kind? Who's giving you armor? Queen's men. I don't think they are just giving you armor. You could try no, to get some I armor. Went, I went and prayed with them, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to be like, Preen's making a full recovery, it appears like. Lend me your armor so that I can save this town. Why are you sure. taking over my character? I'm not trying to. I just want to do this for the town so that I can be the winner. I want to be queen of something. Mm-hmm.